Hallelujah. The Bible said that to him that believe, all things are to him. It is not to him that understands or to him that fast and pray. He's saying that to him that does what? Believe. Say it again. Say, I believe. And so all things are possible. Hallelujah. God bless you and God be with you. I want to go into the word quickly and and continue from where we left off last. How many of us were blessed last week to learn some good things from the word? God bless you. We want to we want to continue. You know, these things that we are learning, Mepacho, listen to me carefully. These things that we continually learn. <coughs> Go tell the creative as Amen. These things that we continually learn, we learn them. Oh, please, let's welcome. I didn't see him. Put your hands together for the man of God. Uh, oh, put your hands together. <laughs> Man of God, please give us a wave. Give us a wave. Give us a wave. That's right. That is Pastor Amwatin. Hallelujah. Oh, it's a blessing to find you here, man of God. God bless you. It's been a long time. Amen. Awesome. Today, we are still on our journey. Last week, we learned some important truths. And, <clears throat> sorry, this week, we want to just cramp a lot more into our, into our system. Amen. Last week, we understood that it is not as though many of us do not have faith. Many of us indeed do have faith. But faith is not all in all. There are things that can hinder faith. Are we together? The, 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 the disciples went to Jesus and said, Father, Lord, how did, could we not help this guy? How could we not cast the devil out? He said that, verily, verily, I say unto you, no, he said that it is because of your own belief. Do you understand that? It is because of your heart. On as simple as that. Because, and he continued to say that if you had faith as small as a mustard seed, so that we understand that the size of the faith was not the problem when it came to their inability to cast out the devil. Because he said that any faith at all you had, if you had faith as small as a master seed, you could say to this mountain, be moved and be, be, be moved into the sea and it will be moved. So the size of the faith we understood last week wasn't the problem, but it was because of their unbelief. Even if your faith is like this and your level of unbelief is like that, it is going to render your faith ineffective. Did we understand that mystery? Hello? How many of you were here last week? You understood that mystery? That's right. So unbelief is crucial. Many in the body don't understand that you can have faith and unbelief at the same time. Are we together? If we understand that we receive faith by the word of God, then we also know that it is something that God graciously gives us. The callings and the giftings of God are without repentance. So if faith was deposited in your spirit, it hasn't gone anywhere. The reason why it is not effective as it was before is because something else has arisen in your system called unbelief. That is rendering your faith ineffective. Are we together? Oh, hello. I hope that is where me say you're starting free. Are we there? 
So I said that the faith didn't go anywhere. Some of us, one year ago, we believed that God could keep, us, keep our bodies healthy. But after six months, after hearing how people have battled with diseases and sicknesses, after they announced on the radio station that, Charlie, these days, if you don't take care, you are going to catch this disease, you, you realize that your vim and your faith you had in the word, begin to, the faith didn't go anywhere. Something else has arisen that has covered the faith. Are we together? So many of us, our problem is not a faith problem. I explained to you last week that according to 1 Peter 1, 1, Sorry, 2 Peter 1. Peter said that we all received like precious faith. So the faith Peter had, it was the same faith we also received. Paul described it as the faith of God. Galatians 5. Are we together? Come on, are we together? Are we reminding ourselves? Because say, we will not understand to this message. So, Osofwebo doesn't have any more faith than Amanda. Probably, the reason why Abraham did exploit was because he had less unbelief. Are we together? So, the faith is like precious faith. The, Hebrew, the Greek word is isotemos. Like precious faith. So, the faith in Peter that raised the dead is the same faith at work in Papenesto. The difference is that one has more unbelief than the other. Are we ready? So, can we continue? That's right. Let's take let's look at uh, Matthew 17. Let's let's work on that passage once again. Matthew 17. It's telling where we read last week. Are we there? Matthew 17. Maybe let's start this time around from the last week. Where did we start from the verse number 11? I think. But I don't know whether I want us to start there because we read the scriptures last week. So come with me to the conversation between Jesus and his disciples. So that should be verse number 19. There about. Matthew 17. Okay. Are we ready? Are we together? That's right. Amen. Okay. Now, so the backdrop of this story we read last week. A man took his son to the disciples and he said, he said to them to pray for the child to be, to be healed. Oftentimes, the Bible said that the demon will come and then it will throw the boy into a fix. We read the parallel, we read, sorry, we read the parallel story from the book of Mark, right? Hello? That's right. But today, because of time, we don't want to last week, we did the, the, the groundwork. So we won't go back to read that one again. No. And they couldn't do anything about the situation. So, the disciples went to Jesus and said to Jesus, Papa, then, please, so, so let, let's, 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 let's go there. The, the disciples couldn't do anything about the, the situation. They brought the boy to Jesus. The Bible said that the unclean spirit just threw the boy into a fix. And then it tore him. I explained to you last week that sometimes it has to get worse before it gets better. Anytime you see a demon doing giddy giddy, it means that something has touched it. Are we together? So when you see it resisting, it is not a sign that you are powerless. It is rather a sign that you are doing something seriously against it. Are we there? But there are many believers, when they see that the situation is getting messy, ha, the word of God didn't work. I am not anointed enough. My prayer was small. My faith level is small. No. Are we together? The difference sometimes is understanding 
that before it gets better, sometimes it can get what? Worse. In front of Jesus, the creator of the ends of the world, the demon displayed. Tell you the boy into a fix. Started doing all sorts of things before it left. Are we together? Tell somebody we are on the right track. Amen. That's right. Can we continue? Okay, so the demon left the child and then the disciples came to Jesus and said, Papa, why could not so let's read the scripture. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? Come down quickly. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. So the simple reason was because of their unbelief. That's right. And he came down to say that. If ye have, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you know, I want to allow the way the King James put it. Your unbelief. Here, he didn't say little faith as the NIV put it. He never said little faith. He said it is because of your unbelief. Look at, if you look at the original translation of the Greek word, I don't see how you can put little faith there. Are we there? Okay. Now, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hands to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible to you. Come down quickly. Now this is where we, we are going to center our message today. <laughs> he said that how be it. This kind goeth not out. But by prayer and fasting. Now over the years we have been led to believe by many theologians and many Christian writers. That the reason why the demon couldn't go or wouldn't go is because the men of God probably needed more prayer and fasting. Right? That's right. But if we are being a little bit analytical of this particular scripture, it is clear that what was being talked about was not a power problem or a faith problem. He said that you don't need so much faith. What you have is enough. Even if you had the faith as little as a mustard seed, you could say to a mountain to move. So the problem has never been about your faith being big or small, or you being anointed or being less anointed. If we are, if we are, we are studios with the Bible, we understand that in, in, in earlier, Jesus had already given them power over all. He didn't say some. Do we follow? The Bible said that he had given them power over all devils. It is not me saying. That is what the Bible said. So the Bible said that they went out and cast out all manner of devils. And they came back rejoicing and said that even the demons are subject to us. Did we not see that in scripture? And then later on, they came to meet another demon and they could not cast it out. It has nothing to do with the authority and power Jesus gave them. When he said that I have given you power over all devils and all demons, it means all devils and all demons. Are we together? So it was never a power problem or it was never an anointing problem. Why could not we cast it out? The subject matter here is it is because of your own belief. So what Jesus is dealing with here the demon is already out. What he's dealing here, and he had already given them power. Without prayer and fasting, he said them. He said he, he appointed 12 and gave them power over all devils. Right? 
and they went out to cast out all the devils and came back with happiness. No, we didn't read in anywhere in scripture that they came and said, Oh, we made this kind of demon, it was stronger than us. There was never that report. Are we together? So we can assume safely that when they received the power in zeal, they went out and anything they faced, they cast it out. But this time around, they met this, this, this demon and something else happened. Between the time they received the power in the chapter number 10 and the time they came to meet this, this, this devil, a lot of things had happened. You know, human beings. I call things can happen to a man that can bring unbelief. Are we together? Oh, come on, are we together? We'll go into the depth later. So when they met this demon, something should have changed with this, with them, sorry, with the disciples after they had been given power. Something had changed. As they went through the rigors of life, something should have been missing in the equation so that this time around, they could not. Also, for the fact that they even went to try to cast it out meant that they thought they could. And I'm a Hello? That's right. Okofa, be a dead man. Or Kono Husobiyehu. Maybe he has not tried it before. He will not go and try to raise the dead. He will just say, oh God, have mercy on him and pass by. But the reason why the disciples tried to cast that devil out is probably because they knew that they could. Are we together? That's right. So something should have happened in between there. So they, this is what is happening. He said that this kind goeth not out. It is not this kind of demon. What we are talking about here is the unbelief in them. He said, why could not we cast it out? He said, it is because of your unbelief. Because if you had faith as small as a grain of mustard seed, if we know little English, we understand that as same as he said, I can't want them. No. The subject matter is the unbelief and not the devil. How, why could not we cast it out? Jesus said, it is because of your unbelief. For I say unto you, if you had faith as small as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, be removed and cast into yonder place, and it shall, shall and nothing shall be impossible to you. However, this kind, say this kind. This kind of unbelief you are experiencing, it will not go out of your life except by what? Fasting and prayer. We cannot stand here and teach you a theology that says that until you have fasted for 21 days, you cannot cast out the devil. You understand that? I don't see how we can, we can, we can reconcile that with the truth of scripture. That unless after 17 days, so that one day if you get up in the morning without fasting and prayer, and you see that something is happening, it be as something has attacked something in your home, and you need to cast it out there and then, you have to now enter 21 days of fasting before you now come in. No! Are we together? Hello? So what Jesus was talking about and saying that this kind goeth not out except by fast. I hope you are listening to me. Oh, Dana. That's right. Please, let's learn something. When you, what Jesus meant, this kind goeth not out. When you, no matter the kind of scholarship you, you, you follow, conservatives to whatever, you realize that it couldn't have been. Probably they explained it that, like that earlier, but it couldn't have been. This kind goeth not out. Except by, so I came to a conclusion that even when it comes to unbelief, there are kinds of unbelief. Are we together? It is not every unbelief. There are kinds of unbelief. So I took my time and I tried to understand things. 
compare with the men and the old theologians that have gone ahead of us. And we understand that also for unbelief come from many sources. Last week I tried to explain to you some of the things that happen with these things. But I understand. Jesus said this kind. There is a kind of unbelief at work in the, in the lives of the disciples. And Jesus is saying that this kind will not go out. Except by fasting and prayer. I wrote down and I said that there are probably about three kinds of unbelief. <laughs> The first kind I want to talk about is what I call ignorance. Are we together? Are we learning some good things? The first one I want to talk about is ignorance. Now understand me carefully. Do you know that many in the body, the source of the affliction is simple. They, they simply don't know. <laughs> Are we there? We simply what? Don't know. When Paul wrote a letter to Philemon, in Philemon 1, the verse number 6, Paul said something. It's a crucial statement. He said that the communication of your faith, the workings of your faith, will be made effectual. Are we there? By the acknowledging of the many good things which Christ, which is in you by Christ Jesus. Look at this. Paul told Philemon, Philemon 1.6, that the communication of your faith, please listen to me. Are we here? That the communication of your heart, faith, the faith that is in Jane will be made more effective. That means that the faith is already there. And I'm a boy, but maybe it is ineffective. Unbelief and other things have, you know. But he said that Paul is telling Philemon that the communication, the workings of your faith will be made more effective by the acknowledging of the many good things which we have in you already by Christ Jesus. Hello? So the faith is there. It is rendered important. But he's saying that when we begin to acknowledge, we begin to see, if we begin to inform our ignorant minds about the many good things that Christ has already wrought for us, then we make our faith effective. Can we see that? So ignorance is crucial. Paul is telling Philemon, one of the ways to render your faith useless is to make it ignorant. You cannot have what you don't know. If you don't know that this is a diamond and you see it, you play with it. Hello? Oh, come on, hello? You see, before the British came, people said that Ghanaians did not know what gold. We knew what gold was. We just didn't know that it was that precious. But we simply didn't know that it could fetch us so much money. Are we there? You can give somebody the most expensive thing on earth. With the audio panam, ukita Range Rover. Now, kino, ento bush na kwalamfa. Also, it is a key to a very expensive automobile. But that child is not in a position to understand what is happening. Hello, obema swa pegata bimukra eden atwatu. Ignorance, kushia. There are many people we simply are not informed. And so we cannot have what God has for us. Now are we together? And that is the reason why we, we are full of unbelief. The very day or so you discover and know and inform your minds 
of the things God has for you, that day you begin the step. There are many people also, you know, I laugh in my head. There are many people who say, I trust God. I, what, do you, what are you believing about God? Uh, listen to me. Also, you cannot trust or you cannot believe something without knowing what the person has said. Hello? Before I can believe you, I need to hear you out. I cannot just say and say, oh, me, I'm trusting God. Somebody say, oh, me, I'm trusting God. What are you, what, what? You cannot believe God without knowing what he has said. You can only trust what somebody has said or believe what somebody has said. Oh, me, I'm believing God. I wrote down and I said that you cannot even pray the prayer of faith without knowing what God has said. What is your faith based on? Uh, somebody said that. When James said that the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. Faith is not an abstract something. Bible says faith cometh by hearing. If you do not know what God has said, you cannot have faith. There are many in the body, they are crying and jumping around as showing they don't know anything God has said. What you are doing is just gimmicks. Bible-based faith, you can only have it when you know what God has said. As simple as that. But what you say? And your bar sorry child and on your Bible based feet. And our bomb pie child and on your Bible be you can only have faith, Bible based faith. When you know, Mr. Rubin, when you know what God has said. But what you say, when I get up in the morning, I mean yes, can try be an India. I cannot say I believe God. No, what do you believe about God? I believe that God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. Are we together? Hello? Hi. Ephesians 4, the verse number 18. Let's read something quickly. Ephesians 4, quickly, quickly. Sterling. I have a lot of things to say and, and my time is already beating me up. Hello? Let's, 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 let's start with, with the verse 17. Let's start with the verse 17. I love the way... I love, no, say, this I say therefore and testify in the Lord. Listen to me carefully. That ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Come down quickly. He said that having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Paul is saying that the reason why many are alienated from the life of God is not because they are prayerless. It is because they have a lot of what? Ignorance. Can you see that? Hello? He said that we should not walk as any of the Gentiles do walk, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. There is a life that God has for you. But the Bible said that we can be separated. Read the NIV. We can be separated from that life if we are ignorant, if we are hot. Are we together? This kind of unbelief, we only can deal with it if we inform ourselves. He said, this kind goeth not out. But remember, Jesus, the kind, then Jesus said, can so. I'm just showing you the kinds of unbelief. Ignorance. These guys, they were not ignorant because Jesus had given them. They, had even, they even had first-hand experience. And I mean, what? They were not ignorant. So that's not that. But I'm, I'm just showing you that there are people who don't believe because they are ignorant. But what you here? Hello? Can we continue? That's right. Look at this. Look, this is how they never. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is not because they are bad people, because of the ignorance that is in them. So you can be a good guy, but be separated from the best life God has for you because you are ignorant. Are we together? Seek to inform yourself with the word. Not what people are saying. You know. Seek to inform yourself with what? The word. Say the word. 
Is somebody learning something? Let's go down quickly. Because of time, I mean, to us on ten The second thing I want to talk about, the second kind of unbelief I want to talk about, I call it disbelief. <laughs> Look at someone say disbelief. <laughs> you see, this is different from. Follow me, please. Don't sleep. Oh. Are you sleeping? This is different from ignorance. You know, when you don't know, you don't know. But there are certain people. They believe something, but they believe the wrong thing. Do you understand that? The ignorant guy doesn't know anything. Senna, are we here? The ignorant guy, he doesn't know anything. But the guy with disbelief, he believes something, but he believes the wrong thing. The ignorant guy, they are open to information. But the guy that disbelieves, Going to show a Jehovah witness that tongues is for today. That is disbelief. You will first of all have to erase the belief system in your spirit before another belief system is installed. We call it disbelief. There are many believers in their body. Follow me. Listen to me. Please listen to me. Your problem is that you disbelieve. Not that you are intentionally disbelieving. No. But we have been taught from a young age to disbelieve. Mr. Rubin, so somebody will stand in prayer. He said, it is written Romans chapter 3, the verse number 10. And you quote the scripture. All of us are filthy sinners in the eyes of God. We cannot do anything right. We are complete sinners. So this is not in the Old Testament. This is in the New Testament. It means you were a sinner. You know, so, so you, we, they thought they were teaching us the word, but they were not. Are we together? Hello? No, I'm not saying that a man without Christ is a sinner, but a man that has come to know Christ is not a sinner. So when you quote Romans 10, in fact, in Romans 3, the verse number 10, look at this. Paul was actually quoting an Old Testament scripture when he said that. You can read it for yourself. He said, as it is written, and not study so can. Hello? So Paul was quoting an Old Testament scripture. In Jehovah, now, or quote to say Old Testament scripture, or do the verse number 20, say, but now, say, but now. Can you see that? That's right. So Paul is telling us that this, this, this. The Lord, we are all sinners. So that there is none that can say that. There is. So when you read the King James or the, or the New King James, you won't say, quotation or quote to free Old Testament. And then he came to continue with the verse 1920. Explaining to us what the situation is now. Are we there? So when you just go and read Romans 3.10, all of us are sinners. I'm a sinner. Oh, poor me. I can't do anything right. If we are not good people, God wouldn't tell us to worship him in spirit and in truth. What is he doing with the worship of a man that is a sinner? In the Old Testament, we were able to go before him. He's now telling us to come to him in boldness and worship him. And you still come. If you were a sinner, you would die. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today. If you were a sinner, don't think that God has changed. Huh? Hello? Uh, the Bible said that in the times of old, he overlooked their iniquity because of their ignorance. But now, look at this. You are not a sinner. If they tell you you are, it is if they are simply installing disbelief. So when you see somebody, no, Kobe, I've been catching, say, you, you are not a sinner. What are you talking about? It is written in Romans 9, 3, 10, that for all have sinned. 
Can you see that? So what we are installing is disbelief. So when you tell that man, you can go before God and demand from the corridors of him. No, I'm a poor sinner. If God doesn't have mercy on me, I can't get anything. Can you see? So that is what we call disbelief. We call it what? Disbelief. A belief system that is not true is already in place. So unbelief is there. Even though you are a believer and you are quoting scripture, so Jesus Christ told the Pharisees, look at the way Jesus put it. He said that you know the scriptures. You what? But you do not know me. If you knew the scriptures, you know that the scriptures reveal me. So they have read their scriptures, but they have read differently into the scripture. <laughs> Are we together? Do you know one of the things that made somebody a Pharisee? He could memorize a lot, about 70% of the Torah, the written word of Moses. Genesis to Deuteronomy. They will school you from a young age and you'll be reciting it. Say, so you know this, but you don't know. You don't know. If you knew, the scriptures reveal. Say, disbelief. Any belief system in your spirit that is not ordained of the Lord is cursed tonight. Listen to me. That is why we are feeding you with the word of God. The truth. Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall hurt. Can you see that? Hello? Oh, hello? At the order now. That's right. Disbelief. There are many in the body. That is our problem. Disbelief. We have been taught wrongly. So what, what happens is that we have to take the truth and show the truth to you consistently, consistently, and then we have to renew our minds. Are we together? The last thing, and that is, that is my message for today. Hello? <laughs> my message for today said this kind. Look at someone say this kind. <laughs> this kind goeth not out, but by fasting and prayer. How be it? This kind. So there is a kind that Jesus was talking about. And I think that that kind, that kind of unbelief, I call it natural unbelief. I call it what? Natural unbelief. Nobody is born to have it. Nobody naturally will look at things of the spirit and believe. No, no, no. Man is dominated by the five senses. The kind of unbelief that arises because of what you see, what you hear, what somebody has told you, whatever, what your emotions, those kind of unbeliefs, we call it natural. It is not of the devil. It is not of any That is how naturally we are predisposed to be. Now, are we together? Hello? <laughs> I love this mystery. Any unbelief that will come naturally, also for, I, I, I call it natural. When Peter set to walk on the sea, you remember, the Bible said that he saw Jesus and said to Jesus, Master, if it is indeed you, bid me to come. Then Jesus said, come. Then he started walking on the sea. He should have had faith. Even if so, he should have had enough faith to walk through the water. And I'm a The faith wasn't small. If it was, you can't take even two steps. Hello? But the Bible said, as he continued to walk, the storms, say the storms. The winds, say the winds. They are natural phenomena. So he saw, say he saw. He felt, say he felt. He began to fear. And then unbelief set in. 
and the faith was covered. The faith didn't go anywhere. The unbelief came to overshadow the faith he was walking with. And all of a sudden, the man Peter started sinking. Are we together? Do you think the faith disappeared? No. no. It was there. He started to walk. He started to walk. There are many of us, that is the same problem. The faith is there, we start. And the moment we see the storms and the winds, we allow what we see and feel. That is what I call natural. That one, whether you like it or not, if you are a the natural things will come. Can you see that? You feel, you see, sometimes you hear. We call it natural. Um, that is why Paul said that for we walk by faith and not by sight. You can't walk with the two. It is either by faith or by sight. Am I preaching to somebody? Oh, come on, am I preaching to somebody? So Peter had enough faith to walk on water. So he stepped on it, moved, 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 moved. And then he realized that he began to see, he began to feel, he began to think about his wife. Hey, am I going to die? Why never share me, baby? Are we there? And Peter started sinking. It is natural. We call it natural unbelief. We call it natural what? unbelief. They happen to us naturally. This is what men of faith have learned to overcome. Listen to me. Global started praying for a lady. In the name of Jesus, he said that the, the lady, she has a problem with the spine. So the lady is not able to get up from the seat. Global said, in the name of Jesus, Get up. Global said, God will heal you. <laughs> Can you see that? That's right. Men of faith has gone beyond this level. Listen to me carefully. Many years ago, I read a, a book by Smetogosweth. It was actually a testimony concerning Smetogosweth. Said he went for a crusade, you know, and Smetogos uh, were during his crusades. What he does is that he said, he, you know, his English is some way. Said the first person to step on this, uh, 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 you know, the would just a platform will be healed of every disease, you know, Smetogos. So you see, it was a mad rush in those days. And so women brought their friend who had cancer. The cancer had devastated this lady so that Uhuna or Chiumbi on him nine months, tumor. They say cancer be naive three more than him can see a power. So they brought her, she, could, she couldn't even walk. Oh, devastating. So they put the woman on a wheelchair and they pushed her to the stage. And Smetogos told the friends, lift her up. So when they lift the lady up, the lady fell flat on the stomach. Boom! Also, for where the thing is? And they put her back on the on the sea. He said, lift it up. Because he said, no, 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 no. Ah, lift it up, say, Shadi Obai, lift it up, say. They won't lift outside. I said, lift it up. And they lifted the lady up. And they put her back on the wheelchair. The man of God said, lift her up. <laughs> <laughs> the people that brought the sermon of God, you have to come and lift it up yourself. Because they, so they, 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 what I'm saying, you can go and look for that testimony. So one man from the crowd got up and said, You beast, he told the man of God, leave that lady alone. 
And because what was happening was, was too troublesome. The spiritual replied to the, to the man, well, how about you mind your own business in the crowd? <laughs> he told them, lift her up! <laughs> they lifted the lady, she started running. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. If it was also available, I lift her up, she forced her, I start begging. Woman of God, please, I beg you, I'm sorry to have embarrassed you. Please, go in peace. May the Lord help you. Am I preaching to somebody? Oh, am I preaching to somebody? Obi Dawahana. Say natural unbelief. I've not attacked my message yet. <laughs> my time is already here, but I've not attacked my message. Okay, so the natural unbelief, they are as a result of what you can feel and what you can see and what you can hear. So you see, normally, it will try to make you feel as though the faith is not there anymore. It is there. It, think about it. One day I watched a certain movie. Somebody like Papa Nesto has a younger brother. Somebody beat Papa Nesto's younger brother. Pepe Nesto was angry when the boy, the boy came to tell him. Ah, now, Pepe Nesto decided to take one bow. Then he, he, he follows the boy. When he, when he saw that some Abolobi was standing there. You see, Pepe Nesto went there. He said, who, who is it that beat you? So the guy showed Pepe Nesto. He said, this guy, so let's go. <laughs> you know, the mystery here is that the pain is not gone. But because of what he saw, he cannot act on it. He has seen something that has covered the anger. The anger is not gone. But you see, the prevailing circumstances that you can't see any way around it. That is how the unbelief works. But because of what he saw, I won't try. So I'll come home and come and wallow in pity. That is what the devil makes you feel. He will throw tantrums. He will bring things your way to make sure that your, 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 your unbelief level is rising. To render your faith effective because the faith was given to you by God. The devil cannot take anything God gives you. See, the giftings and the callings of God and God will not take it back. And he knows that he cannot. So he will make sure. He will make you render your own faith ineffective by showing you things in the flesh. Things in the flesh. Making sure your mind is preoccupied with carnal things. Things that will render your faith effective. So you pray about it and it's getting worse. The devil should be at work. The devil is, no. Are we together? Minister Senna, if things are not moving, it doesn't mean the devil is powerful. He's trying to show you things in the physical so that you will render your faith ineffective. You hold on. You next week, I'll, 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 I'll show you some, some mysteries in the word. God willing next week. Are we together? Shout out here. But Jesus said that this kind of unbelief, the natural one, can you give us some five minutes to finish this? This natural kind of unbelief, the one that arises as a result of the things in the flesh. He said, it goeth not out except by fasting and prayer. What Jesus is saying is that one of the mysteries, think about this, one of the strongest desires of the natural body is food. Is it true? 
Oh, come on, is it true? There are many of you, I bet you, even if we give you a Range Rover, you never fast for seven days. You won't. Listen to me carefully, please. I want you to understand what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what is at stake. We are dominated by. Can, can we see that? And he's saying that when it comes to natural things, eh, the strongest natural desire a man has is food. No matter, listen, it is only because of food that a man will kill his own son and eat. And I remember in 2 Kings, the Bible said that the woman went and said, I killed my own son. And we ate. This one too should kill his own son. She didn't. Food, 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 uh, food, say food. One of the strongest natural desires. So that God knows, it, it is established. If a man learns to control his appetite and his desire for food, every other fleshly desire begins to come under submission. Can you see that? Because a Diana no a controlly flesh, depending on my flesh now holding. The very day Kanda decided to fast, think the body will rebel big time. Hey, the body will rebel big time. It will show you who is the boss. You say when you break past all breakfast, you both two are now tired. About six and a baby. Those of us who want to fast continuous for, for, for days. You, you wake up in the morning, she in your own soon to be two nine. Are we together? Nobody has beaten you. Listen to me. I, I am being very serious. That is why many of you come fast. It is not because our bodies no. It is your flesh that is stronger than you. No matter how hard you try, it is difficult to overcome natural unbelief. The things we see, the things we feel. I am telling you this mystery. Until we get to this point, natural unbelief, my friend, natural unbelief. Oh, you can pray and pray. The moment you see the devil, eh, you are running. Am I preaching to somebody? Come on, am I preaching to somebody? That's right. Please listen to me carefully. Are we there? The body will show you who is the boss. Eh? I wrote down and I said that there are many of us. Eh? In fact, it is, it is a general thing. When we fast, the things of the flesh, which are hidden under us, they all begin to come to the surface. We started saying, I quench them who says, we are A common day will eight hours. Is it not true? Oh, is it not true? You realize that you were so impatient and irritable. You didn't even know. What is happening is that the fasting is bringing out all the devils. It is fleshing out all the character flaws. They will all expose themselves one by one so that we can deal with them. This kind. Say this kind. This kind. That's right. This kind of unbelief, it will only go by fasting and prayer. So the fasting and prayer is not for the demon. The fasting and prayer is for me. The unbelief. The heart, unbelief. Are we there? <laughs> it will flesh out the devil to the, the forefront. Decide to fuck the body. Ah, two o'clock. I can't go beyond two o'clock. You really want to? Bible say, ah, but two minutes, me, minutes, me. Pastor, I must break this fast today. I won't say anything to you. Hello, you are just you just like unbelief. Uh-huh. Who sold your talent? No, no. Who unbelief? And you say, ah, why is this man of God? This man of God. No, this man of God is not anything. He doesn't have more faith. He has less unbelief. Because the natural things, say the natural things. He has learned to overcome. 
What did I say? You don't be somebody said I mean, when I fast, one day I was fasting with one man. When it was 1 a.m. in the night, he said, Man of God, if I don't eat, I'll die. He said, The way I feel, if I don't eat, to me, it will be on you that you have killed somebody. Are we together now? Say, I will die. The man of God said, I will die. Say, hey, you will die. Until after 40 days, the body doesn't even begin to die. Uh, I'm not saying that it is who, that is when it becomes delicate. The body begins to feel the, the effects of the fasting. I'm telling you, until after 40 days, why do you think that medical professionals will tell you that it is healthy to fast at least once a week? You were a believer every day. You want faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. You come and stand and quote all the scriptures in the world. You have natural unbelief. The moment something rares up, it said you are running away. He said, This kind goeth not out. This kind. This kind. This what? Kind. It is natural unbelief. It won't go except by all fasting and prayer. It will beat your body under submission. When you begin to fast, it will beat your body under submission. You will see the thing and you haven't seen. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Are we together? Paul said something. I love the way Paul. He said that though our, our, our physical body, it perished, but our inner man is renewed daily. Are we together? Though our outward man perished, you see me and I'm shrinking in size, but I'm becoming a giant in the spirit. I refuse to see what is confronting me. I see what is written. The only way you can see the word above what is happening around you is when you, you, you put less emphasis on the flesh. Maybe we have 10 minutes move on, Chemi. Maybe we have 7 minutes move on, Chemi. Is somebody blessed? Come on, is somebody blessed? Tell somebody you won't die. Your body can will start to feel it after 40 days. It is not after three days. You says to say cry all day, and you want to be a giant of faith. You want to overcome unbelief. I'm not saying that. Listen to me, please. I'm not saying that the fasting, you see, that is why many people are uh, oh my 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 say by the word of God. You see, that is the reason why, listen to me, that is why I talked about all the three levels of unbelief. Somebody too is a fasting giant, but he doesn't know what the word is saying. Very good. Ignorance. six months. So he doesn't know what the word of God is saying. By the time of Nipanibesi from Noah Dani false prophet. Oh, is it true? That's right. Okay, So you see, that's why I'm talking to you about all the kinds. The first kind was ignorance. It can bring unbelief. Number two, I said disbelief. It can bring, and the third one is what? Natural unbelief. So the first thing we deal with the natural. The disbelief, sound doctrine, we teach you precept upon precept, word upon word. And then the ignorance, we come with you to the truth. When we show you the truth, we open you up to the truth, show you the written word. I love what the Bible said in the book of Matthew 21. I think the verse number 21. Still, let's see something there. Matthew 21 verse, the verse number 21. I love what Jesus said. I hope I'm right. Matthew 21, the verse number 21. Jesus said, Jesus answered and said unto them. Please, let's read together. One, two, three, go. Jesus answered uh -huh, and said unto them. I'm ending here. Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not. Let's end. If ye have faith and do what? And so having faith is not enough. You need to eliminate doubts. 
in order for the faith to be effective. If ye have faith and doubt not. The problem is not that you don't have faith. The problem is that you have many, many doubts. Can you see that? If ye have faith and doubt not. Both of them can coexist. Many of us, next week I'll go into the mystery. Hallelujah. If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and it shall be done. May the Lord bless us with this word. May, may the Lord open us up to realities of the unknown. Realities of the spirit. In the name of Jesus, let every unbelief, let every unbelief, let every unbelief, any ignorance in our spirit, may the word we have heard inform us. May it be a light unto our spirits. Any form of disbelief, because we have been wrongly informed by the careful explanation, by the careful exegesis of the word, let our hearts be transformed. And any natural that desire that is not able to, we are not able to overcome in the name of the Lord Jesus, may we receive strength in the name of the Lord Jesus power to overcome every natural unbelief. We bless you Adonai for an answered prayer in Jesus name. Amen. Put those wonderful hands together. Is somebody blessed by the way? Oh, come on. Is somebody blessed by the way? We are still on the school of, of faith. Crucial. Crucial. Now, God bless you. God willing to... Uh, uh, I wanted to start tomorrow. But I don't know. For, for us, the church, I want us to start prophetically on Tuesday. Okay? On Tuesday, we are starting our breakthrough week. Is somebody excited for breakthrough week? Oh, is somebody excited for breakthrough here? That's right. God is doing marvelous things in our midst. Hallelujah. So God willing, on Tuesday, we are starting a breakthrough week. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they only one arrow. When we come on the Tuesday, we fire that arrow and then we go home. And then on Friday, we shall have a breakthrough night. Amen. The half night. I trust the Lord. I trust the Lord. I trust the Lord that something awesome will touch your life. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. Uh, God bless you. So tell a neighbor, tell a friend, tell somebody, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. With this breakthrough week, you, you should also have your own breakthrough. Hallelujah. Don't allow anybody to come and tell you his testimony. But I'll say, wait, let me tell you mine first. Are we together? God richly bless you. I'll see you here on Tuesday. So breakthrough week on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday. Sunday, I'll come and show you another mystery. And <laughs> I know that your life will never be the same. Please, you can't be hearing the word consistently and be behaving the same way. Are we together? God will next week, I'll come, I'll, I'll come and show us another dimension of the mystery. Hallelujah. God bless you. Take your offerings and let's go. Global loves the word though. Global loves the word. I can see that the man of God is, is in love with the word. <laughs> Father, I thank you. Please take your offering. Take your offering. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for this precious seed. Even as we bless your work, may we encounter your increase. 
in Jesus' name. Amen.